live and local. This is Perth Live with Oliver Peterson. At this time yesterday afternoon, we were in the middle of a police pursuit which lasted almost four hours. And well done to all of you for keeping everybody informed as you saw what was unfolding. Hump Day Wednesday, welcome along to Perth Live first. Word on the streets. Frank's in Gosnells. G'day, what's your word on the streets? G'day, Ollie. Uh, well, I'm on Quarter Digby and Dorothy, which runs into Southern River Road. We just had a chopper going over and about seven cop cars flying up the road. And I can hear other cop cars going up other streets as well. So something's happening up the end of Southern River Road somewhere. Sounds like it's some sort of police pursuit. Frank, if you're in the area and you can see anything else, please phone through. Reg, now, what are you seeing? I'm not too sure, Ollie. Um, I was North Lake Road near South Street and they just come from all directions. There was cops and there was undercover. They're coming from everywhere. I don't know what's going on. Dave might know a bit more about it. He's called through. Where are you, Steve? Cops everywhere and the helicopter is up as well. I'm on North Lake Road heading towards Cape Central where the police station is and there has just been cops everywhere and it's mayhem down here. It's like Bronx. We've got a police chase in our southern suburbs. Angela, where are you? What have you seen? I was turning into Jandicott Road from Wharton Road and a, a red four-wheel drive came straight towards me on the wrong side of the road. I flashed him thinking he was trying to go around the traffic and then all the police cars came. Leanne's got a chase update. Where are you, Leanne? Uh, International Airport. Something's definitely going on. Yeah, it sounds you like it. Couldn't see the car, but the police were really going hammering tongs. Ross, g'day. You got an update on that chase? Hey, oh, yeah. I was just heading uh, back south from Midland and about 15, 20 undercover and police cars all heading. Great Eastern Bypass heading towards Midvale chasing something. I didn't realise we had so many police cars. G'day, Noel. I was listening to your show and I heard about the car chase and I was at the shops and I came home. I live in Bellevue and I heard sirens in the distance and seven cop cars passed me by. I just didn't catch the first the car they were chasing, they just took off like a bat out of hell. So they're, whatever they're looking after, it's going very quickly. Uh, Simon, can you see this police chase? Yeah, they've just come out to the junction by the uh, Woodbridge Hotel. Four of them went uh, north towards the railway line and about four of them went south to head through Guildford. Yeah, so they've all just flown through here. Couldn't see the car they were chasing, but they're certainly around. All right, sounds as though the, the police going each way. Did, have they lost the car by the sounds of it? Brad, are you seeing some of this? A car come past us. We're going the other way, but with about 10 police cars in tow. What did the car look like? Yeah, it was a red four-wheel drive for the SUV. It looked a bit like a Range Rover. Had no licence plate on the front, and the drivers looked like they were having a pretty good time. Nolene's got a police chase update for us. So I've just left the Mirabooka Shopping Centre. I've had to give way to, I counted at least uh, 12 police cars, wagons, unmarked police cars, all with sirens going. I got to the intersection of Mirabuka Avenue and uh, Urigan Drive and there's police cars and wagons coming from that direction. They're crossing the road, they're doing U-turns, they're doing all sorts. But yeah. people really do need to be extremely careful. Greg's got a chase update. Where are you, mate? What can you see? Coming along uh, Lake Munga Drive and they're all sort of just flying into leadable there, all the undercovers. So that is remarkable. This has seriously gone everywhere. It's been going since just after 2 o'clock this afternoon, so three and a half hours this police pursuit has been underway. Another caller off air has just confirmed that that pursuit has finally ended on Wellington Street. At least 15 police cars are there on the scene right now. It's played out right the way through the afternoon here on Perth Live. That pursuit has finally ended.
That all unplayed yesterday afternoon right here on Perth Live at about 25 to 6. That Range Rover came to a stop. It crashed into several cars, including police cars on Wellington Street in West Perth. A Rockingham man, Jaden Hughes Ogres, age 33. Lockridge man, Dallas Lavacombe, 27. And a 15-year-old Girraween boy have been charged and faced court today over the pursuits. But it almost lasted, as I said there, four hours. Paul Gale is the acting president of the police union and he joins me on 6PR this afternoon. Paul, that was all quite dramatic, the way it all played out here yesterday. Yes, it was, Ollie. Absolutely. Why did it take so long to end the chase? Oh, look, uh, without knowing and, and being you know on the ground with those troops that were trying to do the best job that they can, um, you know, the policy uh, that they have to abide by uh, restricts them from uh, considering tactics that uh, can bring this incident to a halt or to a closure sooner than what it has. We're talking here about that box or that boxing technique. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, uh, you know, we're, we're hearing instances, we're seeing it, where a boxing in tactic has actually been used uh, to, uh, to bring these uh, incidents to a closure, yet we don't have the policy uh, that in place that allows for that tactic to be used. Explain the advice the police on the ground are getting as a chase unfolds. What what are their limitations, Paul? Uh, well, they have a dri- emergency driving policy that relates to uh, intercept driving or evade police driving, um, and they're you know uh, they're trained via the knowledge checkers and and obviously their driving capability um, to be able to uh, um, I suppose. Uh, it, find some sort of resolution uh, to to this incident itself. But um, there are many restrictions on them uh, where they have to either abort um, or they can't, uh, they can't engage or they can't follow. And um, you know, some of that is, is with good reason because, uh, you know, there's pole air or there's, uh, there's air wing support mm. um, that can monitor it better uh, from, a, from an eye in the sky view. Um, but there are, uh, there are, you know, restrictions and, and the policy uh, is very restrictive on uh, on the types of tactics that uh, that we can use. So in the end, we see those pictures on the news last night. The boxing in technique was used. Who ultimately authorises that? Well, the, the only people that can authorise that is our police operations centre, who uh, have an oversight over the uh, over the uh, the evade police incident or pursuit, mm-hmm. uh, as commonly known as, uh, and they're the ones that uh, can authorise the type of tactics to be used. Uh, but they can't authorise a boxing intake because it's not within policy. So why was it used in the end? Uh, well, they've got to resolve this somehow. And, uh, and you know, the officers on the ground are looking at the dangers uh, associated with, you know, how much more does this vehicle continue to do what they're doing before someone gets seriously hurt? It should have so, been used yeah, earlier, without... though. I mean, you, you just heard again that uh, package of it being absolutely everywhere. Southern suburbs, airport, out to Midland at one stage, going past Lilac Hill Cricket Ground, then uh, back around Lake Munger, and here it is ending in West Perth. Yeah, and, and look, we advocate for, uh, for, for alternative uh, resolution strategies such as boxing in um, to do that. And had that have been within policy and a tactic that we've been trained for and we've got legislative protection for... Uh, that probably would have uh, ceased hours before it did, and uh, you know, and not end up in the CBD where obviously the uh, the, the prevalence of uh, someone getting seriously hurt is even higher. 
than what it was out in the outer suburbs. In a statement, the Police Commissioner Cole Blanche says he commends the officers for their actions. They put aside the union's moratorium regarding these incidents and safely resolve this incident. He wants to repeat his concern expressed about the police union's approach to the issue, which, in Cole Blanche's view, may encourage offenders to undertake dangerous behaviour and put the community members at risk. Do you agree with his claims? Uh, Look, I have asked Mr Blanche uh, and the police to commit to a review of their policy and the moratorium was put in place um, based on them responding with a commitment to review that policy Uh, and and that's all that's in place. I'm trying to protect our officers from what what has occurred out of of the Kwinana 26 incident that happened in December where they get a pat on the back for resolving the incident and do a good job and, uh, and then on the other, other side of the shoulder, they get a slap with an investigation that, uh, that uh, you know, looks into everybody's actions uh, as a result of that incident itself. So that, that is and, the concern, obviously, of the officers there, Paul, because in the end, we've had a good result yesterday, but it's almost four hours in the afternoon peak going absolutely everywhere. The officers in the community at large, their safety was put at major risk yesterday afternoon. Even you heard from Vicky there in that audio package, the car was going on the wrong side of the road at one stage near Janticott. Yeah, and, and you're right. The longer these pursuits continue, the greater a risk it is that they pose to the community. So imagine if we had uh, protection within our policy and we had yeah. uh, legislative protection and we even had requisite vehicles, we could have uh, stopped this this incident way before uh, way before this and... Uh, and, and it would have been a non-event, uh, effectively, because, uh, you know, you wouldn't have had all those callers calling in, yep. um, you know, letting you know all over the metro uh, that they've seen something. So you need what land cruisers or four-wheel drives. Is, is that what police officers need now to be able to stop these incidents a bit faster? Uh, look, whatever the vehicle may be uh, that we need. But, yeah, I, I've talked about land cruisers uh, before. I mean, what I'm asking for, you know, if you think about it, if we're going to be given protection around the types of tactics that, that we're asking for the agency to consider, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I talked about the fact that if we're going to use vehicles to conduct a tackle like that, they need to be equal or greater weight than the vehicle that they're trying to box in. There's no use trying to take down a Range Rover with a, a Toyota Camry or a, or you know, a, a beat up Tiguan. And, and if those are the vehicles that are recommended, mm. then give that vehicle some protection or, or certainly some ability to, uh, to actually conduct a tactic such as boxing in effectively. Paul, appreciate your time and thanks for raising those concerns. That's the acting president at the police union, Paul Gale, as it played out for almost four hours yesterday afternoon. It's the second within just a matter of weeks, which have played out right here on Perth Live. If you'd like to have your say, I'd love to hear from you. One double three eight eighty two. Could that incident have been stopped a bit earlier if officers were authorised to use that boxing technique?